What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And on this episode of The Coach's Compass, I got some beef. I got some beef with this industry. It is frustrating. It is disheartening. And sometimes I just want to run far, far away and never look back. I swear, it's just... It feels like we've lost the ability to have adult human dialogue. It really does. It it legitimately feels like we've completely lost the ability to just have a human to human normal discussion. Like I don't ever remember being in disagreement with someone being such a catastrophic event. Like we're all human. We all have opinions. We all have beliefs. We all have the lens through which we see the world, biases. Like that should be really obvious and apparent. And having a difference of opinion, having a differing belief is not the end of the world. It is the most human thing. It feels maybe this is because of social media, because we've lost the need to actually see the person that we're talking to. So there, maybe there's that like degree of separation of, of, of empathy because you're, you know, talking to a screen. You're not really talking to a human or you're not even talking. It's really a comment on a screen. It's not even like a direct back and forth, like a text message or direct message. Maybe that's why, but holy shit, is it frustrating? I, and I think this is part of. You know, every every technology has a dark side to it. And of course, this is the dark side of social media. And we've completely lost the ability to just have discourse and open dialogue and differing opinions. And I'm talking about this from both the business slash marketing side and also the nutrition side. I made a I made a post yesterday about First of all, if anybody who knows me and you know like my style, my humor, and the way that I deliver information, um, I made a post about how imagine if there was a diet that mimicked weight loss drugs, but without all of the side effects and all the weight regain that happens with weight loss injections. And I said, there is. It's called high protein, high fiber. Basically, eat a bunch of quality meat, fruit, veggies, right? Like, and it, it was kind of a cheeky, you know, I knew, I knew it was going to create a bit of a stir. But the thing that gets me is when people comment with their differing opinion, which is totally valid. Like, I am not at all somebody who thinks that everyone has to agree with me. I don't want anyone, like, I don't want everyone to agree with me because what, what type of an existence would that be? But the thing that gets me is that when people voice their opinions, it's so combative and it's so confrontational. And then, and then you lose all ability to have open dialogue and discourse. And there was somebody who commented on that post and, and immediately just jumps to like name calling and insinuations and started saying all of these random things that weren't even relevant or true. And it's like, where, how did we lose the ability to just say, I disagree? Or I suggest, you know, maybe you should check out this resource if you're interested in maybe hearing a different perspective. And there is actually somebody who is a doctor, um, an obesity doctor that a lot of people know. He's got a huge following, very well known in the space. And he commented on the post. And I, I said, hey, this would be a great discussion for the podcast. Would you be open to it? I don't expect to hear back, but the the point is, how did we lose the ability to just communicate? And then on the business marketing side of things, I see the same shit. Somebody will post a comment and then all of a sudden it's like, they just get completely blasted and it's, it's crazy. It's just so frustrating. People that I know, people that I'm close with. And it's, it's disheartening to see. It's like, come on, we're, we're, 
<laughs> I, I hope that we're all grown functioning adults. This is why this is like total side note, side tangent. This is why in my belief, like, again, prefacing this with my opinion, education and the education system really fails us in preparing us for real world shit. Like I was talking to my 10 year old stepdaughter and she's like struggling a little bit with math. And she's like, when am I ever going to need to know how to do this stuff? And I was like, probably never. Like, you're not really ever going to need to know how to calculate the surface area of a rectangle, but you are going to need to know how to regulate your emotions. You are going to need to know how to have open communication, financial literacy. Like, why don't we, I don't know, this is a whole other topic, but it's just crazy to me. I see grown ass men who are, damn near 40 or in their 40s or whatever. Like, Have you ever learned how to regulate an emotion? Have you learned how to have a a dialogue? Like, man, anyway, (laughs) we're off to a good start here. We're off to a good start. Uh, I guess I should do some intro things, which is pretty straightforward. Just go like, subscribe, follow the show. Leave a five-star rating and review if you want to be eligible to win a free supplement of your choice from one of our sponsors, Cured Nutrition, Organifi, or Legion Athletics, and spread the love on the show. We've actually kind of that time of year. I think Q4 historically is always a less podcast, more craziness time. So there's probably not as many people listening, which is good since I'm just in my bag right now talking shit. Uh, there is a point to this episode. I am I am going to break down something that I have been witnessing on the socials, on the interwebs and give my opinion. Opinion. This is like this is the thing that I wish we learned sooner. Like this this whole desire to be right. I used to live in that in that place and it's so unhealthy. And it doesn't even when you like by the way, this is this is a very narcissistic trait. If you find somebody who really needs to be right, however, it's not just their need to be right. It's their need to be right. And then to kind of like pull you in to their line of thinking, like they won't stop until you see it their way. And then they need to like confirm that you, like, you can't just be like, okay, I get it. Yeah, you're right. If you say that and they're like, well, well, what do you mean I'm right? Like, explain it to me. And they'll make you like validate their point for them. That's it's a very narcissistic trait. So just be aware of that. <laughs> be aware of that pattern. Narcissists are interesting. There's like a total lack of awareness. Total lack of awareness. Complete blind. I've I've had to deal with way more than I really feel like I sh- that any person should have to deal with in their lifetime. Or maybe that's a me thing. Maybe I'm, maybe there's something about myself that, uh, I'm, I gravitate towards narcissists, but there's, there's been a lot in my life over the years. And it's a, it's a crazy thing to witness. And then there's, you know, people, public figures and things like that who are very much narcissists and they just, they just keep going with the, with the lie. Like they'll believe something. And then even if they're proven wrong, even if it's a total lie, total fabrication, doesn't matter. They just keep repeating, 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 repeating until you start to question your own sanity. And you're like, oh, well, they're so convinced. <laughs> they're, they're so fucking convinced. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm wrong. And then you're like, all right, well, and, and you don't even know it's happening. It's just like this mental shift. And then they create like this cult following because that's that's that trait where it's like, I'm not just going to give you my point. Like I'm going to make you, I'm going to jam it down your throat. I'm going to make you believe it. And I'm going to make you believe it so deeply that you have to keep saying it. And then all of a sudden they have this cult following. It's like, they can do no wrong. This person walks on water. Telltale sign. Anyway. So that's the point. I'm going to, I'm going to break down some things here that I've been, been seeing. Um, I don't know why I got into the, narcissist side tangent there's probably a point there i don't know 
this is definitely going to increase the amount of listeners and downloads on this show. But am I like, is it just me or is this shit not frustrating as hell? People coming in just so easily triggered, so easily offended, zero ability to regulate, zero ability to sit with those feelings and not just be reactive and combative and screw you and this and the name calling and the insinuation, all the stuff. It's just crazy. I had somebody who uh, made a comment to me in response to my post. And I was like, that was actually kind of offensive. (laughs) And I said, I told Mel, and I was like, I know that this shouldn't take up any like mental real estate, but like, what the fuck? And, uh, but here's the thing. I would never, like I caught myself wanting to message this person. And I was like, no, that's so crazy. Like, let me just sit with this. Why did that, like that poked something? Let me just sit with that feeling. Why did that poke something? And then I was able to process. I was able to work through it. And I was able to not react. It's a, it's a crazy thing. Anyway. Um, and I, I think this is also something that's close to home because I think I, I did not have these abilities and it got, it got me in a lot of trouble, um, all throughout my life. It led to some really poor decision making. It led to some poor, um, relationship decisions, some, you know, health decisions, business decisions, financial decisions, all because I, I, I feel like I operated with so many blind spots and biases and I never checked myself. I never had any process and like going through a lot of therapy and personal development. Maybe that's why this is such a important topic to me. But anyway, let's get to the relevant stuff. Um, there's been this uh, back and forth. Probably nobody is is paying attention except for me, but I find it uh, a little frustrating when people create this um, this dual. I don't know what you how you how you call it. People create this ideology. I guess is the best phrase or word where they make you feel like you have to choose between one thing or the other. And I think we we often lose. And, and this is a very human thing. So psychological uh, cognitive bias that we all have is this kind of uh, us versus them mentality where uh, we work very well in communities and packs and that's how we evolved. So we gravitate towards that ideology. We gravitate towards that like us versus them, this versus that, if you're either with us or against us. Uh, it's very difficult for humans to operate in the gray. Very difficult for us to see things on a spectrum. We want to view it as black and white. It's a mental shortcut. Saves our brain energy if we just think of things in black and white. Because that whole abyss, that whole gray is very difficult to uh, comprehend. And so marketers and psychologists have known this for a long time. So they use that to their advantage. Coke and Pepsi are famous for collaborating on the which tastes better campaign. And the real brilliance was that they eliminated all other competition. They took total market share from the soda industry by think, making you think that there were only two choices when it came to soda. Um, politics is another example of that. It's, it's either one or the other. Like we can't possibly like think about, is it, is it possible that you're Democrat on certain issues, democratic, like you lean left on certain issues and you lean right on certain issues. Is that possible that we all exist on a spectrum? Is it possible that you're conservative in some ways and liberal in some ways? Is it possible that you have certain religious beliefs that lean one way and certain religious beliefs that lean another? Like maybe, maybe that's possible, but our human instincts, our animalistic instincts work very well or 
um, kind of gravitate towards this ideology of this versus that, this, uh, you know, cognitive distortion of black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking, this versus that. And so marketers play to this. They play to this, uh, you only have these two choices, right? So in the diet industry, it's, it's very prevalent. You know, you'll get like intuitive eaters, intuitive eating coaches. And it's like anything that you do that's not intuitive eating is diet culture. Like that's their this versus that marketing approach. If you are counting macros, you're part of diet culture. If you're, you know, doing keto, you're part of diet culture. If you're doing whatever fasting, you're part of diet. The only, and they want you to believe that there's only two choices. It's either you're intuitively eating and they're like, and they'll associate that with like health and, you know, body positivity and a good relationship with food and everything else. And then it's like everything else is diet culture and disordered behaviors and blah, 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 like whatever. So that's an easy example. And then, you know, in the business industry, it's, it's everywhere. And so the latest debate that has been going on in the business marketing space. And by the way, I also want you all to know that uh, we all, we all exist in our own little bubbles. My bubble is quite small. So. When it comes to marketing and business, there are certain people that I pay attention to. Um, and then, you know, I listen to certain podcasts. I, I follow certain people. Um, and, and most of the time it's outside of the fitness industry, but there's some overlap. I really try to learn more from outside of the fitness space because I feel like that's more relevant. Um, I really don't like marketing tactics in the fitness space. Uh, so I pay more attention outside of that, but there's still some people that I pay attention to or that I'm associated with or connected with in the fitness space. And, um, so I'm, I'm saying this from the frame of my own little bubble. Um, so there's been this dialogue, this debate back and forth, and it's not even a dialogue. It's just, uh, I don't even know what to call it. It feels like an, an ego fest. It feels like, uh, I'm going to stomp my feet the loudest. And uh, I'm going to try to pick on people, whatever. I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. It's just disappointing, I guess, is the best word. Anyway, so the debate has been about free value. Do you give away things for free? And uh, one of my, my friends and colleagues uh, posted something about that. And then somebody else that I'm friends with um, did not take too kindly to that message. And again, I, I just don't get it. I don't get why certain things are so triggering and why we can't just have normal discourse and dialogue around it. But so, you know, it is what it is. People have their own growing and evolving to do. And hopefully they take that process seriously so they, they can level up um, and be better people. But uh, that's not for me to enforce or do anything about other than hope. So this concept has been going back and forth and there seems to be a very strong divide again, just because God forbid we exist on a spectrum. It has to be, are you, are you for it? Or are you against it? Well, the reality is it always depends. There, it's always context dependent. And I think a lot of times we get caught up in paying attention to certain marketers. So one of the, the comments was like, well, Alex Hermosi is really successful. Alex Hermosi built his whole business on the free model. Now, Alex Hermosi, again, it depends on your definition of success. So right off the bat, we're operating from a frame of bias because you don't see anything about his life or his his relationships or his happiness or anything other than what he wants you to see. So the only filter of success is financial success. And it's kind of like when we talk to clients, like sometimes I'll, I'll say to clients, they're like, I really want to lose 20 pounds. And I'm like, is it, you want to lose 20 pounds at all costs? You just, you, you'll do whatever it takes. 
most of the time they're like, well, yeah, for the most part. I'm like, all right, well, if you can lose 20 pounds, but you can never go out with your friends again, you can never have ice cream with your kids. You can never, like, I start to list all these things. And like, are you taking that trade? And they're like, absolutely not. Like, okay, so it's not at all cost. There, there is a line. Your highest priority or highest value is not the weight. And then we can start to organize value hierarchy. Now, there are certain people whose highest value is money. And they don't care about relationships or friendships or travel or experiences or anything like that. Their highest value is money, which to each their own doesn't bother me one bit. I, I am a believer in individual variants and let people be who they are. So already we're operating from that frame of bias because saying that Alex Ramosi is successful means and assumes that everybody else has that same value hierarchy, which immediately is just not the case. But even if we're looking at financial success, oftentimes it's a total sleight of hand when it comes to marketing because what you see is what they want you to see behind the scenes is not what they want you to see and i think sometimes we get a little bit caught up in just the surface level shit it's the reason why i have a tattoo of an iceberg on my arm is to remind me that what is shown above the surface is just a small portion of reality it's to remind me that below the surface there's a whole bunch of shit that we don't see and so what I know to be true is that Alex Hermosi maybe had some success with the free model. I know he teaches that now, but his objective is very different at this current point in time. If you listen to his story, even when it, like if you take it all the way back to when he was just training people, just training people in the gym. He used what he calls the charity-based model, where he said, I'm going to coach you for free. All you have to do is donate X amount of dollars to your favorite charity. Okay, so first of all, that's not really free because <laughs> they are paying money. You can, you can try to validate it however you want. That's not free. And then he said he made the transition where he became the charity, where it was just like, okay, well now... You're going to pay me directly. These are his words. You can listen to him on pretty much any podcast, tell this story. When he started filling gyms, he used a quote unquote free challenge to fill it. And I know that he used that model because the gym that I used to work at took that playbook. It's not free. Saying it's a, a, a free six week challenge where you put down a deposit and you get your money back if you achieve 20 pounds of weight loss, which was the challenge. Join the challenge, participate for six weeks. If you lose 20 pounds, you get your money back. Not free. It's not free. Free is you don't have to pull out your credit card. There's no deposit. There's no potential for paying anything. That's not free. You can Again, you can validate. It is Kind of a bait and switch, but again, it depends on how you feel about that concept. Some people really like it. Some people think it's kind of shady. It, I'm not here to argue who is correct because right or wrong does not matter. What matters is that we understand the context and nuance of this conversation. And I promise there's a point and I will share my opinion. So that's not free. And then. When he figured out that model and he figured out how to run ads and he figured out how to fill gyms, did he run out there and start filling gyms for free? No. He charged people for that. So I have not, I've yet to see anywhere in this journey where he built his businesses on a free model. Charity, they're paying money. The weight loss challenge, they're paying a deposit potentially getting their money back, but most people don't. And then gym launch, 
definitely not free. And then he tacked on supplement sales. And again, these, these like ways of saying, like, if you join this thing, you get this other thing for free. That's not free because there is still a financial exchange happening. Okay. So let's just get that out of the way. Not free. Now, now he does give a, a lot away for free. He does like free trainings. He gave away his book for free. He had his new book, $100 million leads, uh, gave that away for free. So he gives a lot away for free now. Why? Because of now let's look at the objective, his objective, his mission. He has acquisition.com and he's trying to acquire equity in growing and scaling businesses. So what's a great qualifier? What is a great way to qualify businesses? Well, let's see. How about we give them the blueprint to grow and scale? The ones that follow that blueprint and execute have now filtered themselves as viable options for his objective. He's creating the anatomy of his ideal client, which is a great strategy. It's something that I teach. How can you create the anatomy of your ideal client? person that you want to work with. Now you can do that through a low ticket offer. You can do that through free. Again, this is, this is where individual variance is so important. Context is so important. Your objectives are so important. Your value hierarchy is so important. This is the context. This is the nuance that we're, that we're discussing. So he's building the anatomy of his ideal client. It's never free. It's never free. There's always an objective for a financial exchange. His objective is to build the anatomy of a business that he can then take equity in to build his portfolio, which is currently his mission. Now, what I'm doing right now is doing something for free. I'm recording a podcast with my thoughts and opinions on this whole discussion. I've done almost 500 episodes. I've done many, many trainings. I've done workshops. I've done master classes. I've done webinars. I've done free challenge groups, all these things. They all had a purpose. The purpose was to share my philosophy to filter the people that would be a good fit to work with me and my businesses and to see who my people are. So yes, in that case, if we're talking about free in the form of content and communication and getting your point out there and getting your beliefs out there, of course. Otherwise, how else would anybody know about you? Where I draw the line, and I think this is what my buddy was referring to, when he said that people don't value free, what I think he was referring to are the free tips and tricks, the free guides and whatever else. There's, there's this whole push to just like give away things and stuff. And that I don't think is very valuable. And I don't think that it creates the ideal client that you want. And the reason for that is because you're not helping people change the way they think. You're not helping people really change the way that they act. All you're doing is you're just kind of trying to get this reciprocal exchange. And I've heard a coach explain this before when they're like, if you give somebody like a free guide, a free how-to, they're going to feel compelled because there's this psychological trigger called the law of reciprocity. We feel compelled to do something for someone who did something for us, which is accurate. And while this coach was explaining it, they said, if you want to test this out in the real world, go buy somebody coffee 
at Starbucks and watch what happens. Now, typically, when you pay for somebody's coffee and other people are aware that you paid for somebody's coffee, there is this, I want to pay it forward. I want to, let me pay, let me pay for your coffee, right? It's happened. Like if you're in line and you get, and, and you go through the drive-thru and they're like, oh, hey, um, the person ahead of you paid for your coffee. Your initial reaction is, okay, cool. I'm going to pay for the person behind me's coffee. Most people have that, that urge. However, we're not comparing apples to apples. When was the last time you gave somebody a resource and they were like, oh my God, thank you for this resource. How can I pay you back? Would, would $3,000 for your coaching program do, do it justice? Like that doesn't happen. And I actually think that this over rotation on just giving away stuff and things is keeping people from moving forward and enrolling in your program. I think it's attracting the wrong people. Again, this is a belief. I am speaking from a lot of experience, so I will say that, but this is a belief where it's like, we have all of this stuff and things and tips and tricks and how-tos and whatever, and then you're frustrated. Like, Just think about your own business. You probably have just as much experience in seeing that play out. It's like, I don't understand. I gave away all of these things. Why didn't this person enroll? Well, because that's not actually that valuable. You haven't done anything to change the way that they think, to change the way that they act, to change the way that they, that they do. It's just stuff. Here are five tips to increase your protein intake. Okay, you know who else can do that in 0.2 seconds? Chat GPT. Google, (laughs) why is your guide the thing that they're going to be like, oh my God, this is amazing. I can't get this anywhere. No, actually you can't. You know what they can't get anywhere? You know what they can't get anywhere? Your process for creating results. Your beliefs, your philosophy, your experience. They can't get that anywhere. Your story, they can't get that anywhere. So that is where I'm in on the free value, helping people shift their beliefs to align with their goals, giving people the explanations and the process that's different from the things that they've tried before. How does it work when it comes to creating results? How does it work? I'm doing a free training, ironically, tonight. I'm doing a free training tonight. And I'm just telling people the process. You know, it's like, oh, you can't do that. You should hide how you do things. And this is the biggest problem. People will hide their methodology. They'll hide their process while simultaneously being like, but I gave away all of these guides. I gave away a grocery list and I gave away a macro cheat sheet and I gave away a guide on how to track fast food in restaurants. I don't understand why these people aren't coming to me for coaching. Maybe because they have no idea what the fuck you do. Why don't we talk about that as the free, quote unquote, free value? I want to take a brief pause in this conversation to tell you all about Legion Athletics. What else is there to tell other than the fact that they have the best products, they have the best selection of products, the best ingredients, and you get 20% off for being a Mind Over Macros listener. Look, if you know you're going to take supplements, you should prioritize quality. You should prioritize a company that has a nice selection to choose from, and you should prioritize something that helps to support the damn show because that's the most important thing is that when you support Legion, you support the podcast. And I don't get paid to do this. I don't make money. Uh, I The podcast is an expense. Yes, we do have sponsors. And in order to keep the show going, in order to try to pull in some amazing guests and continue to create as much as we do, sponsors are where it's at. We need to show the sponsors love, which is your way of showing the podcast some love. So if you're going to be buying supplements anyway, you might as well get them from Legion because you know it's quality. 
you know you have a great selection and you know that you're supporting the show. So if you go to legionathletics.com and you use the code POPFAM, P-O-P-F-A-M, you can get 20% off. If you need some protein, you need some protein bars, you need some protein cookies, if you need some plant-based protein, whey protein, different flavors, Legion's got you covered. Amazing tasting protein. And then if you need some vitamin D, if you need some fish oil, if you need a multivitamin, if you need a pre-workout, literally anything that you need, they've got you covered. If you need some help with digestion and gut support, they've got you covered. Quite literally, whatever you need, they have got you covered. So go to legionathletics.com, use the code POPFAM, P-O-P-F-A-M, and get yourself 20% off. I've been using it for their protein and their multivitamin. They have a, a men's and a women's multi. Mel takes the women's. I take the men's. We get the fish oil. We get the D, uh, vitamin D because everybody's deficient in vitamin D. Mostly everybody, 80% of the population, I believe. So go cover your bases. Get your vitamins and minerals in. Go to legionathletics.com. Use code POPFAM, P-O-P-F-A-M. And now let's get back to the episode. People throw around the word, word value and it, it's so disgusting. <laughs> the way that it's used is so disgusting. It's like, it's like I, I learned a buzzword, so now I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. Value, value. Like, how about you just define value? Value to me is not, I just gave you a, a thing. I'm going to, I'm going to provide so much value. Okay. What, what does that mean? To me, value is, can I explicitly explain how to solve somebody's problem? Are you frustrated because you look in the mirror and you don't like how you look? Are you working out six days a week and not seeing progress? Are you trying to eat 1,200 calories a day and your body's not moving? I'm going to solve those problems and I'm going to tell you exactly how to solve those problems. That to me is the definition of value. Not here are six ways to eat more protein. Here are six ideas of healthy dessert swaps. That's not valuable to me. To me, in my opinion, that is not what pulls forward the clients that you want to serve, that you want to work with. In my opinion, that is not what pulls forward the clients that you want to serve, that you want to work with. I'm also sick and tired of the whole like, oh, we're going to give away so much stuff. Come to this training. We're going to give away so much stuff. I'm going to give away all this cash and all this stuff. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's so put on. I just love giving away money. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, man. How do we get here? Anyway, hopefully this all makes sense. So context dependent, value dependent, like in terms of your, your value hierarchy. Now I'm talking about value from the perspective of the things that you actually want in life. What is your highest priority? What is the thing that you value the most? If it's money, then yeah, sure. There are certain things that you can do to just put money over everything. Is it family time? There are certain things that you can do to prioritize family time. But it's dependent on the individual. We would never take a client in nutrition coaching and run them through a process assuming that we know what their goals and priorities are without actually learning. You wouldn't just take on a client without hearing anything about them and just be like, all right, we're going to help you lose 20 pounds. And they're like, um, actually, I'm, I'm underweight. I'm trying to gain some muscle. And you're like, oh, well, sorry. We just assume everybody wants to. Like, that's what business coaching sounds like. It sounds like people who have no interest in understanding the individual. It's so frustrating. I do my best to try to explain the concepts in, in excruciating detail. And I know that it probably can be a little bit boring and redundant, 
But I'm, I'm so hyper-focused or overly concerned with not being that guy. Like I want to make sure that I've explained the context. I've explained who it's for. I've explained who it's not for. Cold DMing is a perfect example. Anytime you hear me talk about cold DMing, do you ever hear me say, no one should ever cold DM? No, I'm very explicit. And I say cold DMing felt out of alignment for me. And if it feels out of alignment for you, this is your permission to not have to do it because I have figured out other ways to be successful in a, in nurturing and converting clients without having to send cold DMs. Going into other Facebook groups felt out of alignment, which is why I never did it. I've never gone into another Facebook group and tried to poach members. The people that do it, I don't have any issues with it. My issue is thinking that you have to. That's my issue. Just like if you saw somebody who really wanted to do keto and they were like, no, I I love this diet. It makes me feel great. You would be like, I'm so happy for you. Now, if that same person was like, I have to do keto, even though it makes me miserable, you would be like, whoa, time out. You don't have to do keto. I, I promise you, I can show you another way. It's exactly what I'm talking about here. You don't have to mine other Facebook groups. You don't have to send cold DMs. You don't have to just give away stuff. <laughs> you don't. If you want to put together something really valuable, show your process. What results do you create? Who do you create them for? How do you create them? And what qualifications does the individual need to achieve the best results? You want to put together something valuable, put that together and then repeat it and deliver it in different ways and tell stories around it and showcase it in trainings and showcase it on your posts and showcase it on your videos. That is value because you're solving real problems that your ideal client has. So you know you're speaking to the right person and you know that you're giving them the information that they need to get the results that they desire. Why? Because you're speaking specifically to the results that you create. You're speaking specifically to the people that you create them for. And you're speaking specifically to the process that you use, which helps them identify, is this something that I've ever done before? Does this sound like something that would be useful for me? And then they get to make an informed decision about moving forward. That to me is what value really is. That to me is what free value is all about. I, uh, I'm hosting a workshop for coaches. Spots are already filled. So, um, I apologize if you missed out. Um, we actually technically have one spot left, but I've got like six people who reached out. So I'm assuming somebody in that group is going to take the last spot. And we have a very specific agenda for, for writing, a very specific objective, a very specific outcome. So it's not like just trying to show different examples of where you can highlight the process. You can highlight how it's going to work. You can highlight the result. You can highlight who it's for. And then the individual gets to make the decision for themselves. Like, I don't have to sit there and say, you should do this because it's going to be so valuable. No, I just explain it. I explain what it is. I explain who it's for. I explain how it works. I explain the expected out. Like, this whole, this whole marketing world, this whole business coaching world, I feel like it just, keeps getting worse. I wish we could just understand, like help people understand context. Hey, this is what we're all about. If you're about this too, this is how, like, this is how we get results. This is what we like to teach. This is what, what we like to implement with clients. 
it would be so I've had people who have come to me and they're like, I, I wasted $18,000. I wasted $12,000. I wasted, you know, $20,000. Me personally, I wasted $24,000 on a sales uh, coaching program that felt so out of alignment. It was a, such an expensive lesson that I never knew how they did what they did. And if I had known that going into it, I never would have done. I had somebody who just messaged me yesterday on Instagram and was like, I really resonate with your style. Unfortunately, I just spent like 18 grand on a coaching program. And the minute that we got started, I knew it wasn't for me. Well, guess what? Because that person didn't know what they were getting into beforehand. That this is the problem that I have. Like we we have to create more awareness around and certainty around the process. Oh, don't tell the how. It's such bullshit. That's free value. Free value is explaining how you do what you do because then the right people will move forward. Do you really want to think about it from the nutrition side? Would you really want to attract somebody who has no desire? Let's say your program is all about tracking macros, but because you're not talking about your process or how you do what you do, you attract somebody who has no, like, they're like, yeah, I'm in. I, I, I see the results that you create. Let me sign me up. Because you you had a coaching program or a coaching a business coach who told you not to divulge the how, and then the person comes in the program and you're like, all right, here's our first step. We're going to do a macro intake and blah blah blah. We're going to set your macros, and they're like, no, I I will never track macros again in my life. Well, guess what? That's a bad fit. <laughs> you're like, sorry, this is how we do things. Wouldn't it have been better to not sign that person up because you explained that this is part of your process. Oh, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm on an island. I, I quite often think to myself that, you know, it, it's just me. But I'll tell you what, you want to know how I deal with it? Because I've been I've been very discouraged the last few days. I've been discouraged by the nutrition coaching space. I've been discouraged by the business coaching space. I've been discouraged by social media in general. I've been discouraged by our lack of of human decency and empathy and the ability to communicate and regulate our emotions and have a a human-to-human conversation and disagreements. Since when are we not allowed to disagree with each other? It's been frustrating, but you want to know what I'm doing about it? I'm not trying to change anybody. I'm not trying to change the way that things are. What I'm trying to focus on are the things that matter to me. I... At this point in my life, I've been in this industry a long time. I've done some cool things. I've done some things that weren't that cool. <laughs> I've made a lot of mistakes. I've failed a lot. I'm still failing a lot. At this point in my life, I want to build some cool shit with some cool people and be able to support my life and my family along the way. That's it. I want to build some cool shit with some really cool people because I think relationships are important. I want to build some cool shit with some really cool people and be able to support my life and my family along the way. And by the way, that's that's a belief. If you share that belief, you can apply that same logic to your business. Like a coaching program, like build something epic for people who are epic and and watch your community thrive and just be able to like share that with them be able to share that with them share in their success share in their struggles share in the roadblocks that they overcome build something amazing for amazing people and surround yourself with those amazing people and have some fun while you're doing it and yeah you'll be able to support your your life along the way it will happen. If you share that belief, you can do the same thing. That's really what I'm focused on. I'm drowning out. I'm doing my best to drown out a lot of the noise and a lot of the bullshit, but I'm telling you, it, it gets to me, especially when it's people who are close, you know, when it's, when it's close to home, when I'm like, ah, I just, I want you to be better. When it's people who are close to home, that's when it gets to me. Um, not even, you know, I'm not talking about one individual. I'm talking about people, plural. Or, or the thing that makes me sick is when like somebody will disagree and 
they won't even use like I I already find it to be such a turnoff when somebody uses somebody else like well so and so did this and look at them like who the fuck cares about them let's stop putting people on a pedestal who cares you have no insight I don't care how well you think you know somebody you have no insight into what's going on below the surface they could be totally miserable it's the, it's the same slippery slope as idolizing somebody else's body oh you don't think that carb cycling works look at so and so who's absolutely shredded okay great and you know nothing about their health their happiness their lives you know nothing well so and so built their business on this and look at their 18 billion dollar okay who the fuck cares at the end of the day all the chips go back into the middle of the pot anyway it doesn't matter it does not matter you have no insight into anything else about this. so that already bothers me but what bothers me even more is when somebody will try to flex their own shit <laughs> i've seen this too where it's like well we've built this blah 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 like we've built this highly successful whatever the fuck okay try shrinking your ego a little bit and recognizing that not a, not everybody or anybody wants what you have and also Sometimes we know there's a little uh, finagling with the numbers. I've seen it. It's so funny when I've I've like worked with clients and I've seen I've seen behind the scenes. I've seen the numbers. I've seen the P and Ls, and then they start to throw out all this stuff, and I'm like, Nah, I know that that's not true. <laughs> all ego driven. It's all ego driven. Anyway, or it's like. People will make this gross generalization statement. They're like, that's why you're crushing and everybody else is not. It's like, well, that would mean that you, individual making the statement, is also not crushing because by definition, if they're the only one that's crushing, you're not crushing. It's so fucking weird. Social media is so fucking weird. Am I alone? Is this just me? Am I on an island here? This, this might be the worst episode ever. Um, let me know. Let me know if this is the worst episode ever. Just send me a message on Instagram. I won't be offended. It's okay. I just I had some shit that I needed to share. I was trying to explain things in as much context with as much context as I could, but I'm not sure if any of it made sense or landed. But it feels good to get it off my chest. This is usually just my extension of therapy anyway. So. I got it. I got a good vent session out, but uh, I would actually be curious if I'm alone or if anybody feels me on this. Um, sometimes it's nice to know. That's all I'm going to say. Sometimes it's nice to know that I'm not alone. So hit me up on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. You can say, hey, I'm with you. That resonated with me. I completely agree. Or you could say, yeah, bro, that was uh, that was pretty bad. So uh, tighten up for the next one. And I will tighten up for the next one. I appreciate you listening and tuning in as always. And I will talk to you very, very soon.